Hello and welcome to another episode of Studio Biz and All That Jazz. Today I'm actually recording in the car off my little microphone but still in the car as I wait for my daughter to finish her clarinet lesson. So there you go. And uh, sometimes, you know, when we are a mum in business, we do need to do that um, because life's busy. Life is so busy. Now, today I'm going to be talking about showtime. That's right. It's showtime. And I want you to get ready and feel prepared for your upcoming show season. Now, for those listening in Australia and the Southern Hemisphere, you guys will be coming to the end of the year like myself. And for us, it's what we call our concert season, you know, that big end of year production. But it really doesn't matter where you are in the world, whether you have a recital mid-year, whether you have a showcase, you know, three quarters into the year, whenever your show season is, I think you're going to get lots of goodies out of this one. But I wanted to bring it to the attention today because I'm going to share those top tips as we do head into show season from my part of town. Um, Now, guys, I do have a very special free resource for you, which is my showtime checklist. Yes, uh, this is the checklist that I use to get show ready each and every season, every year. So if you're interested in downloading that free resource, just head to the show notes or go to josephelancuba.com forward slash show checklist. That's it. All right, let's head into the show and I'll give you my top tips as we get ready for showtime. Here we go. Hello and welcome to Studio Biz and All That Jazz. I'm your performing arts business coach and host, Josephine Lancuba. This show is designed to bring you inspiration, information, and the instruments you need to create and grow the studio biz of your dreams. I will bring you a mix of solo episodes as well as interviews where I tap into the minds of industry experts. My career started as a performer over two decades ago. I later became a speaker, theatrical producer and talent manager, as well as having a successful teaching career in singing, drama and dance. Ten years into my professional journey, I became a mummer of two and with a baby on my hip, opened up my very own performing arts studio. From hardship and humble beginnings to four studio locations and a multi-six-figure performing arts biz, I know how to attract students and keep them coming back for more. And in the show, I will share with you my experiences to help you thrive and fast track your path to success. I know you have a spark inside of you with dreams and goals for the future. As your coach and mentor, I'm here to help you step into your limelight and be a cheerleader in your ear each and every week. So get ready to be entertained and inspired as we talk studio biz and all that jazz. Welcome to the show, everyone. It's Josephine here and let's kick into talking about that showtime season and my top tips of what you could focus on uh, going into showtime so that you feel calm, ready and reduce the overwhelm because we know as studio owners, uh, as producers, really, because that's what we are at the end of the day. Yes, we are business owners. Yes, we are program facilitators, but we are producers and we are theatrical producers. And with that comes lots of responsibility, everything from ticketing, marketing, team management, communication, backstage management, costuming, you name it. It's a whole thing, right? So, 
Let's talk about some of the key pillars here. So number one being marketing. Now, hopefully you have a bustling studio where you know, tickets sell out, but not everyone does. So some of you will put your tickets on sale and within the first hour, there are no seats left. Some of the ways to manage that are, uh, you could have, you know, a maximum quota per family of how many seats they can book. So that could be a technique that you use to minimize people's frustrations around missing out. And then if some families don't tap into that maximum quota or that maximum amount of tickets they can purchase, then you can obviously um, open them up to the public and say, hey, we've got this many seats left. Who wants them? But really, that marketing piece is so important and not everybody sells out in the first hour. So let's say you have a theatre or a space or performance venue that you want to fill. Uh, you know, start, don't, don't just think that it's only your students that want to come to the show. You'd be surprised. This is where you can tap into that mailing list. But first of all, get those bums on seats. How do you do it? Remind everyone, grab your tickets now. If there's only 70 seats left, let them know. Do countdown timers. I always do that. Hey, everyone, we've got 42 seats left. Grab them now. We will sell out. Uh, show two, we've only got five seats left. Grab them now. We will sell out. Uh, things like that. So these constant reminders via email, via your, you know, we use Facebook groups, so you might use a different platform for private messaging. Like, you know, you might use Band, WhatsApp, um, you might have your own app, your own website portal, login, Facebook group, whatever. Uh, so using those platforms as well, you can do a live video into those platforms and say, hey, it's the director of Studio XYZ here. I'm letting you know that tickets are now on sale, but we have sold out every season or, you know, we nearly reached capacity last year and we would hate for you to miss out. Don't miss your child's performance. So a little bit of FOMO there. Don't miss your child's performance or, or if it's an adult studio, don't let your friends and family miss out. So, you know, jump on now grab the things. Great. Another technique that we use is we email to our mailing list. So that's not just our immediate students, like as in our active student list. This is actually to our database of our past, current and future, you know, prospective clients that we have in a mailing list that we send newsletters to. So, if you don't have a mailing list yet, I would highly recommend it. It's a great marketing tool and it's a great way to have community engagement. But this is something that you can market to as well. So not just your active student list, but also your database mailing list. Live videos in your groups or your, or your portals, your member portals, posts in them, share the links. Get people telling their friends. You have to instruct people. You have to say in class, hey, have you let your best friend know about your show? Go and tell them. Invite your best friend. You know, things like that. You want bums on seats. Now, you can do a last-minute drive in the final, you know, days where you might have discount tickets but only for a particular reason. Now, people will go, no way, I'm not giving discount tickets for the last stretch. If you've got two days left and a couple of hundred seats left, you want to you want to get bums on seats. I'm not suggesting that you give away discounted tickets to your current members, but you could do a bring a friend for XYZ dollars, a bring a friend ticket. Hey, we've just added a bring a friend ticket. This is you bringing your friend, your best friend from school and their parent to the show for this much dollars. 
right, for this many dollars. Something unique and say, and obviously there's a trust factor in that. You can't use this ticket for any other purpose except for bring a friend bring a friend, um, you know, campaign or something like that. But you can have little drives like that. There's no, there's no harm in that. There's no, there's no problem in that, you know, and actually, um, you know, theaters do it all the time. You get those last minute hot seats, you know, you want to go see Wicked the Musical, it's $150, but if you buy on the day two, two hours before, you might grab a $50 seat, you know, so things like that. And so just being mindful to keep up the marketing and also the marketing doesn't stop at the ticket sales. It goes through to the merchandise. How are you merchandising? So that's number two. So number one was marketing. Number two is sell your merchandise. What have you got to sell? Is it t-shirts? We do drop shipping for our shirts. So that means we don't actually hold stock. Uh, I know that some people make it a, a, they package it in and everyone gets a t-shirt, like a themed t-shirt for the show or concert, um, things like that. We don't do that. It's optional. So we just go to a drop shipping site. We put the design on the shirts that they hold uh, and people order from our website. So we take the sale, which is a markup from the drop shipping wholesale price. Uh, we, we have a markup on our website. The people buy the T-shirts from our site and they have to input their full name, email, phone number and mailing address. And then once the order comes through, it actually automates an email into our inbox and then our admin person goes in and orders it from the job shipping site at the lowered price using the information that was input by our customer. So we get, you know, we might only make what, you know, $12 on a T-shirt but we also don't hold stock and it takes my admin assistant about 60 seconds, maybe two minutes max to process the order through the drop shipping site on behalf of our customer. So I think it's worth it, you know, and we will sell a bunch of them and we never have leftovers. I love it so much. I love drop shipping. It's a great thing. And you can mark up drop shipping items as much as you like, right? So it'll be listed, the, you know, wholesale price might be $12 a shirt and you can sell them for $39, but that's shipping as well. The best thing is they do the shipping for you. So when you enter the customer's details into the drop shipping site, that company will print, um, you know, and distribute the item. I love it so much. I'm a, I'm a drop shipping girl. Yeah. So there's that sort of idea when it comes to merchandise, but there are others you know, like you could do uh, stock that you already have that you sell at the in the foyer. You know, do you sell programs? We pre-sell videography and photography packages online. We distribute those links, those purchase links with the ticket sales link. But then we also have that option to purchase on the day in the foyer because some parents or families or, you know, whoever you serve, you know, your students don't really see the value until they watch the show and then they go, oh my God, I've got to get a copy of that so badly. Oh, I, I can't not have a copy of that forever. So then they always end up buying it. I know that some people package in videography and photography within their prices, like a, you know, a concert fee or a show fee package. Um, but if you don't, then merchandise is a great upsell. So don't forget to keep pushing that merchandise piece. And the best thing as well with drop shipping, you can create water bottles, backpacks, whatever. You can do whatever you want. And they will give you a mock-up image of what it looks like, which you can actually use to promote it, which we do in our Facebook group through email marketing and all that jazz. So number one was marketing. Number two is merchandise upsell. 
Right. Um, number three is team. Team, right? There's so much to do with team when it comes to showtime, isn't there? So you want to map out your delegation, your plan of who's doing what backstage, number one. So that's a really big deal because it's an easy thing to do, but it's a big deal. And so many people rock up to show day. Do you know how many people I've spoken to in the industry that will rock up to show day and go, right, who's, uh, okay, well, we'll get you in uh, that change room or you're going to, no, pre-plan it. So when you walk in, you have a brief meeting with your team. I have literally a, you know, a 20 minute meeting with my team before uh, all the students start arriving. We have a quick brief, right, coach Alyssa, you're on this Coach, blah, 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 you're on backstage management, yada, yada, you're on this, you're on that, you're on that, you're in the change rooms with the mini stars, you're on costume changes backstage, stage right, whatever. And it's all listed, okay? It's all listed. It's really clear. Everyone knows their jobs and it's a clear delegation. It's really important to continue to communicate that. And if you're not backstage as the stage manager or as the leader of the backstage production crew, Uh, then you want to delegate someone to be that voice, to be the person that makes the final call. I I don't do backstage anymore. I actually sit in the sound booth uh, with the sound engineer and lighting engineer and make sure that the music's running because I understand the flow of the show or I know when something's a little bit off, I can like, you know, hold it back for a minute or whatever um, and I get to see the front view of it all. And it just removes me from that, that chaos backstage, to be honest, but I know a lot of studio owners would feel really uncomfortable about not being backstage, but I don't go backstage anymore. I just delegate uh, one of my team to be a stage manager and away they go. So just making sure that if you're not the backstage manager or leader, that you've got someone who is, and that is clearly communicated to the team so that they respect that boundary. Uh, Make sure that you also have some sort of communication like, you know, comms set up with your team. If your venue does not have wireless headsets and communication for team, um, not every venue does, uh, we actually just use phone messenger and we set up a messenger group on our phone. Our phones are on silent, of course, but we set up a messenger group on our phone and our team is using our phone text um, group as our comms. We've done that many times and it works totally fine. Um, So I would recommend that if that's something you need to do. Yeah, just get your team on board, guys. That's, That's a major. Do you find show season overwhelming, busy and chaotic? You're not alone, studio owners. Trust me, you are not alone. I created a resource which is totally free, which you can download now, and that is my studio concert and showtime checklist. And this is a free resource which I'm giving to you so that you can help plan your next show with a little more confidence and ease. In the free resource, I'm going to give you not only what I use, those actual notes that are on my actual checklist, because that might inspire you for next time, but also uh, some templates so you can print off and use it or pop it into a spreadsheet. So head to josephinelanecuba.com forward slash show checklist now and the link is in the show notes. Okay, so that was number three. Number one was marketing. Number two, merchandise upsell. Number three was team and delegation. Number four is communication. 
So communication is not just about team. Communication is about all the people, your community. You know how many times people say, especially in these Facebook groups and whatnot, complain about, oh my goodness, I communicated the start time and the costume and the hair via the the student handbook, via email, via the Facebook group. We did a text message blast. We did all the things. We did a live video, yet nobody, you know, remembers. And that's not true. There's always one or two people that miss the memo, right? Just remember communication is four ways. Communication is just those things I said. Number one, send it by email. Number two, send it by text campaign. Number three, live video, or if you don't have live video functionality in your, in your member portals, then a post. So using the member portals for communication. And number four is spread the word in person. You know, um, you can do that. Absolutely. So make sure that you're having conversations in the studio. But, you know, someone's always going to miss the memo. Just remember those people are your customers and some people are super overwhelmed. Like I've done that with my kids at school many times. Um, They're like, to be honest, like I'm an Italian, I'm Catholic, whatever. I don't care what, what you believe in, to be honest. I've got friends from all over the world with all different beliefs, but that's my background. So we're Christian, right? Anyway, so my daughter missed her holy communion <laughs> because I missed the memo. And when I went to ask the, 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 the bloody receptionist at the church to send me the thing, they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, go to the website link, yada, yada. And I, and I was like, no, 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 please. Um, I'm so busy. My mind is frazzled. Can you help me a little bit further? And they just refused to help me further. And I thought, oh, that's not very nice. <laughs> um, and that kind of turned me off a lot. And I just thought, oh, that's not cool. Like, just tell me the thing. And I know I'm being annoying and I'm that guy. I'm that guy that missed the memo and I'm that guy that can't see the, can't read the link and I can't go through the pages of documents on your website right now. I just don't have that mental capacity. Can you help me? I just need a quick answer. What's the date? What's the time? Writing it down now. Great. Can you send me a direct link to the page to apply? Done. That's it. I don't want to read 10 pages on your website. Okay. I don't want to do that right now. I don't have the capacity because I'm already behind. See, that's the other bit. You don't know where someone is in their current world. And if they're already feeling frazzled and behind, then when you say, just read the handbook. They're going to be like, oh my God, you can absolutely say, hey, it's on page nine of the handbook, just so you know, so it's always there for reference. But you know what I'll do for you now? I'm going to flick you a quick email with a direct link and I'm going to reattach the handbook as well, just so you've got a copy on hand. That's it. So you're being kind about it. You're being understanding about the situation, but you're also helping them out directly and in the moment, because I tell you what, when you are that parent, it's, I, I was in tears because we missed it. I missed that special event for my daughter and I felt really bad about it. My husband's like, who cares? Like, you don't even go to church. I'm like, I know, but it's a thing, you know? Um, so I'll rebook for next year, but it was just really, I felt unsupported in that moment. So imagine how your customers feel when they're feeling that way. They may not communicate that to you. And I understand that you will be feeling that too. So, 
just being understanding that people need a little helping hand sometimes when it comes to that communication. And the communication is not only between you and the students, it's between you, the students, and if you serve young people, the parents, because really you have two customers, don't you? You have a student, the person in the classroom, and you have the parent. And then it's also with the team. Keep up those communications. Just because you sent the team reminders three weeks ago of what time they needed to arrive on show day and, and bump in time, don't don't just rest on your laurels on that. Go and resend that email the day before and do a text to your team. Do you know how many times people te- times people in the team will say, oh, I didn't see the email, I'm sorry, I'm late. It's like, well, no, because we texted it to you too and we sent you a reminder the day before. We always send a day before reminder to everybody involved in the production. That includes contractors, crew, staff, families, students, whatever. So communication is mega. Okay, number five is backstage management. So a great way to have backstage management, you've already now had that team delegation meeting, communication has been made. Hopefully you've got all your costumes sorted by now. I'm going to do a separate episode on costumes, by the way, this month, because this month is all about showtime. Um, so, you know, that's fine. You know, you've got your people all set up, but I really believe in good signage. So we don't allow parents backstage. Nope. If they don't, if, they, they must have a working with children's check in New South Wales to work or volunteer with children, number one. But number two is I actually don't want to, I would rather pay junior assistants or assistant teachers or teachers at their full rate than have a bunch of parents backstage. I cannot do it. I don't want to do it. Occasionally, like I've got a couple of parents that are actual teachers that volunteer with us that are fantastic backstage. We select them though and it's not a given. So backstage management is huge. Choose your people wisely. Don't just accept any help that gets given to you if you know that that's going to be challenging to work with them backstage. Don't do it. Other thing is signage. Have signage. Have your run sheets up so everyone knows the show order and running order. We have like 10 printed copies of run sheets across all the change rooms, backstage areas, left and right, everywhere, and a clipboard with the stage manager. We also have an emergency contact sheet with printed numbers. We don't rely on internet and technology only, which we do have, of course, but we have it printed on a clipboard with the stage manager. And I also have a copy in the sound box in case of an emergency. We have everyone's contact details. We also will have signage at the doors of the, like if your uh, backstage area is accessible by parents, like they could open a door and get there, have a sign saying no parents or families pass this point, only XYZ studio staff allowed. Make it clear, make it known. Signage, clear backstage communication and management is key. So that's number five, right? My daughter's clarinet lesson is about to end, so I'm going to wrap this up real soon. And then finally, number six, all the things. Yes, that's right. I'm calling it all the things, and that is your checklist. If you do not have a checklist, you need to create one. I can help you with a template or, well, actually, the template that I give you in this free checklist download um, also has an example of all the things on my checklist. 
So you can replicate what I do onto a spreadsheet. You can print out what I do and literally write it out, write out your own and tick it off. You can print off mine and just go off mine if that matches your, your needs and requirements as well, like whatever. But if you head to josephinelancuba.com forward slash show checklist and the link is in the show notes, you will get uh, that downloadable resource with all the things, because let me tell you, there are so many minute things on my checklist that it's, it's crazy. You totally forget. Like we, it, we create QR codes for, uh, merchandise sales in the foyer. That's something we do. So we will have those QR codes and we have to renew them every show and make sure we've got updated QR codes, printed posters, put them in the thingy, you know, all the bits. Uh, we also set up our Stripe machine, which is basically a tap and pay thing that we use where people on site can tap and pay for merchandise in the foyer. So those sorts of ideas, I mean, charge the Stripe machine. Do you know how many, do you know we've come to a show and gone, oh no, we didn't charge the Stripe machine. Now it's on the checklist. That checklist grows for sure. It does print certificates, write on the certificates, order the awards, you know, all the things. That's why it's all the things. Number six. <laughs> Cause that's what you have to do. So let me revise those six checklists. Um, blah, blah, not checklists. Those six, uh, you know, areas that you need. My top tips for a smooth show, yeah, for a smooth show running is these focus points. Number one, marketing, okay? Keep up keep up with it. Number two, merchandise upsell. Number three, team and delegation. Number four, communication. Number five, backstage management. And number six, all the things. Now, don't forget that with backstage management, that also includes after the show. So, you know, the pack down truck, whatever you do, uh, making sure that the, the parents are aware of the, the, the pickup time. We announce it on stage actually at the end of the show. Thank you all so much for watching. Yada, yada. Your children will be available in the foyer at this XYZ time after our group photo shoot on stage. Thank you so much for watching. See you out there. Like whatever. Just make sure that that's really communicated. But that's it, guys. So they're the six top key points I wanted to share with you for a smooth show season. I hope that helps. I hope that helps your next show season, whether it's showtime now for you or in a few months, whatever. Uh, I would love this to be a resource that you can come back to and hopefully help you along the way. Uh, make sure you check out that free download. Like I said, uh, my show list, my showtime checklist rather, is in the show notes and all that jazz. Thanks so much for listening. My daughter is due to come out of her class in literally one minute. Done well here. <laughs> and the rain is hitting the windshield right now. Thanks for listening, everyone. And see you next week for another episode of Studio Biz and all that jazz. Bye for now. This episode was brought to you by my signature group coaching program, Studio Biz Success an amazing and accessible online educational platform for performing arts studio owners designed to help you grow your business with confidence and get your results. Check it out at josephinelancuba.com along with other great industry resources to help you leap into the studio biz you deserve. If you love this episode, be sure to share it with your friends. You can tag me on social media at josephinelancuba and give it a review. 
Your support helps the show to grow so I can continue to provide you with useful, informative content. I'm Josephine Lane Cuba, your biggest cheerleader. Thanks for listening and shine bright.